What's up, guys? Welcome to the next episode of Barbells and Banter, where we kind of all, as always, went everywhere. So, firstly, we talked about the female equivalent of big dick energy. We also talked about uh, how to have a successful relationship. I know, geez, isn't that polarizing? Uh, and then we also talked about you know the three key mentalities that we advocate to get you know killer results and to ultimately become unstoppable. So enjoy the episode, and as always, like, share, and sub, do the thing. As much as you think you're small, still bigger than the average person. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jace. That's, That's a great okay. way to start the episode. Oh, look, there you go. Starting off with co- compliments. Tune in to... It's not affirmation, is it? It's just a compliment. Tune in to Beyond the Barbell this week, because we are going to talk about that exact... Beyond the Barbell, we're mixing them together. <laughs> No, beyond the gym floor. Sorry, that's a good. That's, that's why we do this one first. That's I think a good. Coffee, uh, if we ever, if we ever just go fuck it, we're, we're just, just doing, doing one. it. <laughs> we just call it beyond yeah, the bar. Don't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk all things patent pending, patent dysmorphia. Oh, really? Muscular and business. I'm oh, gonna, Jesus. We're going to find out if Jace really has muscle dysmorphia. Oh, fuck. I, I can tell you now I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I was like um, thinking about yesterday at the gym. I'm like. Because I'm playing golf for a bit, and I'm like, I'm gonna be so shit. Yeah, oh, fuck. I was gonna play today, but it's gonna rain. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, Do I really care that much that I'm shit at golf? I'm like, I only care when I'm playing. Yeah. But then, like, I don't wake up. So, like, <laughs> I literally wake up every day wondering if I'm bigger or not. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> it's like, am I, have I made it? Have I yeah. made it to the motherland of like, I'm massive? So I never do that about golf. <laughs> I feel like this is maybe the first time in my life, which is probably a very good thing. That I've had a shower that I can see out of to the mirror. Oh, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Because it's that every day. It's like, yeah, am I leaning yet? Am I bigger yet? But yeah. <laughs> the one thing it has done, I've been doing my vacuums every day. Oh, uh, yeah. I fucking fall off I do, wagon, eh? I do my uh, front relaxed, please. Yeah. And I do my vacuums. Do you reckon, you know what I've, I've, I've got a weird obsession with at the moment? Mm. Is I feel like my, it's like my body is wider. In like my midsection, mm. not not this way. You know what I mean? So like I feel like, like this bit laterally. Is, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's thicker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like it's. But this way, it's not. I'm the opposite. Yeah, so I don't like. I'm like, fuck. Is that really gonna? Like, am I just done? Yeah, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> too yeah. much oblique. <laughs> yeah, too many deadlifts. <laughs> oh fuck. I, I'm actually living proof. <laughs> I'm living proof that that doesn't thicken your waist. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure I've done like. Out of the 20 years of deadlifting, I've probably done like three years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For twice. <laughs> um, yeah. Mine's all distension. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just from pushing food. Yeah. 100%. Because, um, yeah, it's like you fuck, you get it all post vacuum, yeah. get it all in, and then do a little flex. I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm yeah. Like, my body fat's like at yeah. least 3% less it's that, than I thought it's, it was. It's definitely that. And it's the food volume. Because, like, even when I'm like, fucking shredded it's like you're never bloated because you don't have enough food yet. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so your stomach's just always like super tight yeah 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 no i mean it's bro science but but I, i'm kinda, yeah it's still I, it's still valid my uh like brain fuckery now is like ever since we got those photos back from queensland presenting i don't know if it was the shorts i was wearing yeah. or not but it's like the disproportionate size of my legs Compared uh-huh. to my upper body, I was like, I'm not having this. Yeah. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know, you talk in these days, like everyone, like they took the leg day thing too far. It's like, I feel like an inverted Dorito and I don't like it. So yeah. I, like, 
this week coming back from the flu, like every day is shoulders. Mm. It's shoulders and chest. No, yeah, shoulders and arms, shoulders and back, shoulders and chest. And I'll do legs a little bit at the end of the week. Yeah, the leg day thing's crazy. It's like so many people out there now are just like massive lower bodies. Mm. And just forget the upper body days. Even yeah. like even some uh, some chicks. Like, what makes sense for girls? Yeah, it's just like you still want like that's just, like the bikini. That's just the new look. The bikini body though. Yeah. So I was I was to just work off the criteria for the bikini body. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so you still got to have nice shoulders <laughs> and yeah. nice upper back. Yeah. So it's like you can't just neglect your upper body altogether. Yeah. Like you still want to have, like it doesn't need to be as proportionate m- from a musculature perspective, Yeah. but it still kind of needs to look, Yeah. still kind of needs to look like you work out. I understand. Yeah. I, on this topic, I've made a, um, I think I've made a mistake with my marketing campaign for the next month. All right. <laughs> so I released a resource called Stronger and Hotter. Yeah. Because it's like, that's what people want, right? Mm. So I was like, well, that's the problem. That's the outcome. So I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. And then I realized it's really challenging as a 33-year-old male who trains females to discuss what makes someone hotter. <laughs> <laughs> their, personali- yeah. their personality bit. Well, there is a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, fuck, how do I navigate uh, this now? I should have just said Lena. Yeah. But, hey, we're this far. Hey, lay Let's in that bed go. that you We've made. We've three weeks friend. left. <laughs> Six reels to come. Yeah. It'll be what it is. You'll either like it or you won't. Yep. <laughs> Look, but one of my, my it's probably out by now. Um, one of my headings is big dick energy. So <laughs> It's very confusing. <laughs> I think I saw that too. I was yeah. like, I don't, is that speaking to the demographic? Yeah, well, I want to know what the equivalent is. For like, so the, that. Because it's not boss bitch. Boss bitch is boring. It's played out. Like I think it's just because it like flows. Yeah, I know, but it's we need something better than that. Because big dick energy is awesome. So what's the? So in the real, I say yeah. that girls can have big dick energy as well. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Tell me in the comments. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not the bigger Cause, equivalent. Because I'm not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It could be. Look, you know, each to their. Yeah. Own. Look, I'm sure that there's guys who. Yeah, well, there will be guys who don't have big dicks that have big, the energy. big energy. Yeah, we, we discussed that on yeah. the podcast. Because it's the but other, the other four. Does big energy carry the same swagger? Look, I reckon it would. But they, it just doesn't sound good. Yeah. It would, still, it, it would it, You would have the same... Like, if you... I'm just assuming that if I was a chick and I had a massive <laughs> rack, I would, I would have that same energy if I just had, like... If I was hung like a horse. Yeah, because it's like yeah. that unwavering... Like we, but one of the week, last weeks, yeah, we, we talked about, about the status about thing. Like, yeah, know, like it's all. Contri- yeah. He must have a big dick. Yeah, because if you don't just- have the other four, <laughs> yeah. you know, things that equate to status, it's just like, ah, oh, this dude's like hung like a yeah. horse. <laughs> <laughs> He's either rich or he has a big dick. There yeah. has to be something. So <laughs> can you see. be a low status woman with big tits and be? And it just makes up for the rest of it. Yeah. I fucking know if you can. Interesting. That's like a. That's the. That's the fucking cheat code. Yeah. The, we we that's that's where there's we talk about like you know how like a, a three could yeah basically just have their pick of the bunch. Yeah, it's just like yeah. you just have to possess one asset that is overwhelmingly yeah, yeah. more desirable. Like one attribute. Uh, yeah, like bro, it doesn't matter. Like if you have a job, if you're fucking broke, it's like you got a fucking yeah. mad set of tits. Like you you hit the fucking the mother load. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's just a little insight into my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jason's clearly a boob guy. Yeah. I've got that. I'm, I'm not, though. I'm uh, not a butt guy. Oh, look. You know. <laughs> I'm not really that fussy. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like probably even in the search history. So, you know. <laughs> Fucking no, hell. No the discrimin- podcast studio is just nearly warm. No, dis- no discrimination. <laughs> no discrimination. <laughs> so let us know. What is the equivalent for women for big big dick energy? Yeah. And give us the cool name too. We yeah, we, to, we have to... You can't just say it's a thing. Like yeah. it's the... If it's good, we'll put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. And Ben will wear it in his marketing campaign <laughs> next time. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Speaking of wearing things, what do you reckon? Of course. Like, uh, for the ear people, I've got the new merchandise on. I can't yeah. rotate any further than it's that. very so. nice. <laughs> Tatum's just laughing at me, trying to move. I've got a bunch of client stuff in my box as well, so I didn't want to pull it apart. Yeah. But now I'm regretting it. I selfishly just ordered my own stuff. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. It was actually my friends were like, oh, The oversize. Uh, it looks great. Is good. Big Pump fan. covers. How's the uh, thread count? Yeah, it's, it's good. Look, look. I feel like I'm, I'm just, you know, it's like caffeine. A little bit's good, more's better. I'm the same with thread count. I'm just like, I need this thing to fucking weigh me down. Heavy. I want to wear it, and I want my muscles to be exposed to mechanical tension from the fucking thread count. Yeah, yeah. So this one's good. It's Sorry, just like I just made a boob joke in my head. <laughs> I, I think it's funny already. You heard of the said, heavies? The heavies. You've heard them referred to as the heavies. Oh, I feel like they have a lot of names. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon if there's one, you know, uh, part of the human body that has the most amount of names, it's definitely yeah, yeah, a set of boobs. Yeah, I think the ass is slowly getting there. You reckon? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What are those dumpy energy? Get going? <laughs> Dump no. truck energy? That no, is, no, no, <laughs> no. Look, I as your, we're yeah. not even like your. Your PR team. Yeah, I've got to like, send it. But I've got to round everything by Jess. Yeah, it's Jess. Like, nah, bros. <laughs> there have been few occasions where Jason and I have gone flat out no. Yeah, one and that was like we didn't even consult each other. We just was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying for the the girls who maybe more blessed down. Yeah, in their lower body than they are. In their well, own you body. can work towards that. The thing is, you can't train yeah. to get a big set of tits. Agreed. Yeah, so yeah. it's probably better to lean into that. Yeah. It's like, hey, we can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I can do. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a plastic surgeon. Yeah, yeah. It's like we yeah. can't, you can't train that, yeah. unfortunately. Mm. Imagine if you could... Oh, <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> Imagine. What about like... If you could just do a couple of exercises per week to... Mm. No, not that, not that. Well, yeah, I would, not that I need to. Apparently, already. there's. If you, I think, if you look on TikTok, there's. No. There are suggestions. What's well, a muscle? They won't work, but there's suggestions. What's well, a muscle? So wouldn't you get like? There's like yeah, like myofibrillar. You get myofibrillar hypertrophy. Of, yeah. So you'd get it'd be <laughs> increase in in series of parallel and diameter. <laughs> maybe, look, maybe. <laughs> just hook a weight to it. And yeah. Oh, uh, all right, let's move on. Let's move Jesus. on. Let's move on. Yeah. Oh, so I have a problem. Mm. My shoulder hurts. <laughs> Again? Yeah, it's Always. Not, it hasn't gotten better. Think, have you had No, treated? it's been good. It's oh, been, you did get a treated. Did I, get I had... No, well, we tried. We tried, mm. you know. But it was the first time, so... Mm. You know, sometimes I feel like there's... You know, you need a little bit of... Yeah. Got to break the... Got to break the first barricade down to get... 
get in, but uh, yeah, it's no good. <laughs> You've been doing all your. I have. I've been a good boy. Hey, I, I swear on Cleo and Maverick. Look out. There you go. Wuss. That's definitely. That's did a it. big word. Definitely did it. Yeah, I've been doing them. Yeah. And uh, but I've obviously still been training hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because massive, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like the more people that compliment me, the more I have to pressure to like you know, yeah. continue to. Yeah, I fucked up. I shouldn't have told you you look good. Yeah, I think I'm getting fat though because like I'm in this period. <laughs> I'm in this period where like you know when you rebound out of like being a little bit leaner mm. and you just look full. Yeah. But then when you tip over the other side of that, so I'm just in that phase just right washing. now, and I'm like, this is coming. Yeah. I've been here before, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're getting fat, bro. So. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, well, shoulders. No good. Yeah, it's kind of just playing on my mind a little bit. I found a new stretch this week. Is it going to help my shoulder? It, not now, because it's already sore. Uh, well, I'm, we're having a conversation. I want you to fix my shoulder a, right now. As a preventative. Do it anyway, Jace. Yeah, I'm just <clears> going to do it, of course. So, you know, like the Dow, yeah. the Dow stretch, elbows on the bench, the tricep one, hands. and the yeah, yeah. Um, upper rib cage. <laughs> the tricep one that's for your thoracic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ali gives me that one for my triceps, okay? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a good lat stretch and obviously flex, it creates good extension through the thoracic, which most people don't have, especially if you work at a desk a lot like Jason and I do, yeah. which is potentially why your shoulder hurts, sir, because we sit too much. Possibly. And we do this. Yeah, banana, banana back. Yeah. So I never really loved it, that stretch. Yeah. I feel a little bit better afterwards, but I never, I never sit into that stretch and go, oh. Okay. You know what I mean? I never. Yeah, really it never hits it. like mm. as good as something else. I agree. So I saw someone do it without the Dow arms, and this has probably got something to do with it because we're actually not mobile enough to effectively oh, do it. Hundred percent. Instead of um, having the Dow and being completely supinated, it was more neutral grip, mm. arm straight out ahead on a bench on, on the bench instead of your elbows on so the you, bench. So you don't have the Dow now. No, so no Dow required. Mm. Neil. So then. Because you don't have the dowel and your arms are long, you can actually do like a cat camel variation. Interesting. So you can go into the stretch, couple of long breaths, and then you can, which that would be. I reckon cat, I could. Right? I reckon I could do that no pain because I do uh, mm. like straight arm pullovers. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the bar. Yep. So that to that would work. Yeah, but yeah. this. Oh, nah, yeah. Nah, so then over the stretch, you can increase your supination as well. Yeah. As you reach a little bit, reach new ranges. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you can also put in obviously the flesh and extension, the breathing, getting the rib, the shoulder blades to move around the rib cage. Yeah, it's very effective warm up. Okay, I liked it. I'm gonna do it, and I'm gonna hope that it works. Yeah, because I'm at that stage now, where like I'm just it. like shoulder blade, just get it to move in different directions <coughs> and loosen the muscles around it, and yeah. pray for the best. So I posted a warm up the other day that was that um, regress thread the needle. So like just elbow oh, through. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And then a face pull with a Z press. Wait, alternating. there's a that's the regressed version. Yes. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> is all I get to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Jason. Jesus. <laughs> um, face pull and then alternating Z press, and then with obviously the Z press, you have to make sure you get that upward rotation. Yeah. And then don't face pull for your delts, face pull for your shoulder blades. Yeah, so yeah. actually get them yeah. to retract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of external yeah. rotation. Very nice. Okay. Got many saves, so I'm looking forward to hearing how everyone else found it. Well what I think is um what I think is the issue with my shoulder, because I'm an expert now, shoulder mm-hmm. injuries. We've had a few of them. Yeah. Um, is I reckon there was two things that were wrong because I don't have any bicep pain anymore. Mm-hmm. And we addressed the bicep pain. 
but now I have the discomfort still on the back of the shoulder. Ooh. Yeah. Back of the shoulder's not fun. Nah. Not when you're sleeping too. So what do you do? Now I'm gonna go back and Oh you don't know what this one nah. is. So I, I think it was one I think it was the same. I think yeah. it was there at the same time. Yeah. Because now I don't have the pain in here, I can train arms no problem. Yeah. Well I couldn't even train arms. Because bicep tendon pain's gonna be like tight lat. <clears throat> yeah. Rotation. Yeah, and that's what we've been working on to move this rehabilitation forward. Yeah. But I just still have this like little kind of pain in the back. But yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, so what I did is I looked up a bunch of funny shit that happened over the week. Yep. And fuck, man, you've got to hear this story, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, I just don't understand why someone would do this, right? So there's a guy in, I think he's in Belgium. Uh, so I didn't do a lot of research on this, all right? I just like <laughs> did enough to like have a, a quick conversation about it. <laughs> so there's a guy in Bel- in Belgium. He like he's like a TikToker made, or something, right? Made off the back of only assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> so he faked his own death, what right? Imagine? Just to see who would go to his funeral. No. So his family were in on it, bro. So his wife and his kids, like they put up like. Uh, you know, like a not like a eulogy, but something similar on like you know social media, like oh, dad, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, so then he just like rocks up to his funeral. Sup, Holmes? Yeah, like just to see who would go, just to see who cared. Had he won the lotto or something? <laughs> no, he just he was just it, it was you know it's a clout chase, chasing. Oh, like, okay. He's yeah. in okay, internet so, personality. Yeah, right. Okay, so it was like Logan Paul did it. Or so like something. I I yep. was like, hey TikTok, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fuck with people and fake my own death. Got it. And faked his own death, and Got everyone it. went to his funeral. So his whole extended family thought and people dead. thought he was dead, bro. And he wow. just rocks up. So that went down a little bit more of a rabbit hole, and I found a story of a lady who actually got buried alive. <gasps> yeah, fuck, wild. Wait, wait, by mistake? Yeah, she wasn't dead. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, crazy. Anyway, how? Tell me more. I nah, more I, about look, story. I, that one scared me, so I stopped reading. It. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to bed. Do you know it used to happen all the time? Yeah, I can probably, assume. Probably because they thought she was dead. She just passed out or had some weird thing and then, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then she got buried. Yeah. So, back to the first story first. Yeah. The funeral thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, my brain was like, why would you do that logically? I was like, if you want a bunch of money. Mm. Oh, you would want to see like, who, who who am I going to take? Maybe care Steph of? and I should do that just to see who gets the estate. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll wait till the end, yeah, yeah, so that we can hear all the stuff that they say about us. And yeah. it's like, oh, that was the best eulogy. Yeah, like, you can have the most. Yeah, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting the house. Uh, yeah, you get the you get the jeep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's where my brain went. But a cloud yeah. chase, I understand. But fuck, imagine getting that phone call. Yeah. And would you be upset? Because like, it kind of looked like people were like real happy, obviously. But kind of like, wouldn't you be a bit pissed? I would be. I would be upset. Yeah. Because you shouldn't have to like your relationship yeah. with those people will never be the same. <coughs> imagine, well. imagine the next time he dies. Yeah. You're just like, hang on, They're like poking him and shit. Yeah, like I wouldn't be angry <coughs> if he had money. <laughs> it was a test to see who got oh, the money and yeah. I passed <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like I'm less yeah. upset now but he was just you a joke star like, you're gonna p- stick a couple of boots into the side of him just to make sure he's actually dead this yeah. time you know like it's like I can't go through this again bro uh, yeah like and what's like what's the turnaround time as well like mm. it was pretty quick by the, by the sound of it but. yeah but just that the the morning of yeah losing wild someone. bro wild it's crazy Anyway, yeah, it's tough. So, 
I have a question for you. So wait, we've got to go back to the other one. Oh, okay. So being buried alive. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I was in Ireland, what else do you do? Just whiskey tours. <laughs> so the best, the best historic tour I did in all of the UK was in Ireland and mm. it's called the Whiskey Museum. Right. So they basically tell... Couldn't be more Irish. No. <laughs> they basically <laughs> tell the history of Ireland through whiskey. So you go through like how whiskey's made in each stage. And do you get to drink it? Or? A, yeah. Oh, man. You do. Yeah. Of course you do. It's of hard. Course. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone's been <clears throat> to Dublin and gone to Jamison, which everyone goes there, like, sorry, but you didn't go to the right one. This one's way fucking better. So what used to happen is the... I can't. I couldn't tell you like the numbers, but like, yeah. I think we were talking about this on the podcast maybe about <clears throat> so Irish whiskey goes through the process two or three times. Scotch goes through, I think, one more. Yeah, and so on. And so on. that's how they get their names. Yeah. So during Prohibition, everyone used to just make their own whiskey, and there'd be so much ethanol, I think, in it that it'd actually knock you unconscious. Oh, right. And there's a fucking saying that I can't think of that's going to ruin this whole story because I can't think of it. Um, but there's all these like colloquialisms that we use that come from people passing out because they've had bad alcohol. Right. But yeah, they used to bury people with a bell on their finger. Because <laughs> like, you could be three days to come around. They might be dead. They might not. So let's put a bell on. So if you died in the pub, like you could have died yeah. from alcohol poisoning or you could just be unconscious. So they would bury you and then leave. But if you're unconscious, can't you tell? Not back then. Yeah. Like, yeah, who knows true. how to check a pulse in yeah, like fucking yeah. 1500s? Back in the day, I still feel like people <laughs> died the same way they do now than back in the day. They just like had no idea what it was. Like, oh, he's got the sickness. Yeah. Like, he's done. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. The sickness. Yeah, like, or okay. he was evil. Like, yeah. 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 It's like, oh, yeah, God didn't fix him. So yeah. he fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Even the witch trials. Like, yeah. The, the, um, there's, I think that's in Dublin too. Actually, might be maybe Glasgow. Edinburgh, it sounds like something like somewhere that, yeah. there. There's this big um lake that's now just like a park because there's no water there anymore. Yeah, there's more witch deaths there than um what's the main one Salem witch trials. Hmm. There's more happened here than there, and they're the most popular ones. Jason looking at me very blank. He's like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Oh. It's like, what? It's where S- Sabrina is, because it's named after. Oh, okay. I think. I could be making all of this up. Anyway, so their test so was- So, a bunch of innocent people died So because they thought they were a witch. <laughs> the burning of the stake is like, well, if you live, you're a witch. If you die, you're not. So, you don't bring disgrace to your family if you die. And then in the UK, it's they the drowned It's a story them. to make people feel better about <laughs> killing people. So, they tied rocks to their feet, yeah. threw them in the water- and we're like, well, if you live, you're a witch. And if you don't live, like, you die. It's like, guys, you've got this around the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. So, I have a question mm. for you. Uh-oh. How fast Pressure. can you run 100 meters? 100? Yeah. 16. No, it was faster than that, wasn't it? 15.9. Okay. <laughs> so, can you believe that a man ran... 100 meters in heels. Actually, have a guess how fast this man ran 100 meters in heels. 12. Yeah, 12.8. So, how big was that? How man? tall are the heels? Uh, he looked pretty ripped. Oh. And he had like long legs. But either way, he's fucking got heels on. Yeah, but yeah. what sort of like. They were like black, they were like, I don't know, like chick shoes. Like, like six inch or like. I don't fucking know. 
Look, okay. I just so saw the picture. Information. Well, it was like, I don't know, picture you like your typical movie where there's like a chick in a red dress and she's got some fucking yeah, yeah. black shoes on that are heels. Like it was so like, like two, three inches. There are yeah. a set of shoes. There were a set of heels that like you would wear out to like a like a dinner. Like yeah. you're not wearing them to walk, walk like- the Melbourne Marathon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like they were like. Yeah, I thought it was impressive. It is. It's one hundred percent is. But I'm just like eight straight to justification. This man can outrun ninety five percent, even more of the population. Yeah, ninety eight percent of the population <laughs> with a set of fucking heels on. Yeah, yeah, that is insane. Yeah, I mean, so I, the only I, I gathered I that asked, he is a sprinter. The only reason I general. asked about the heel thing is because you, <coughs> when you sprint, your heel doesn't touch the ground. It's still impressive. Uh, definitely, because it's got a little. Like, what if you? Yeah, it's not there's a no stable, support. It's not it's a stable no, environment. There's no shoelaces. It's not a. It's not a sock fit. Yes, yeah. you know. But a, a, yeah, a good running technique would strike. Well, this on man. The ball anyway, this man has impeccable running technique. Because <laughs> I don't know what the world record would be for running 100 meters in heels. But, but he has it now. Right, look, he has it in my eyes. Yeah, you know. So my last question before we get into uh, a short episode, if this is the last one. Oh no! We'll talk about we're going to talk about some mentality stuff, you know, and oh, yeah. relate that back to training, you know, because that's what we do. The thing that we actually do on the podcast. Yes, correct. Um, how much? So, if you had to babysit a dog full time for a rich family, mm. how much would you take per annum for that job? So, let's say Full-time. Michael is you guys aren't related, mm. and then Michael is a very successful businessman. Oh, it's the shit dog. Don't worry about the fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> he, knew, he had a job in he had a job description and was like, I need someone to look after my dog full time, mm. which would mean feeding it, training it, taking care of it, making sure it gets to, to sleep, wakes up, whatever. Like or whatever fucking dog dogs do, right? How much would you take for that job? There's a lot of variables here, Jason. Yeah, I know. And I just want to know how would you come to a figure? Do I have to live with the dog? <laughs> yes. It's a full-time gig. You are the dog's Living nanny. position. You are the dog's nanny, full-time. Yeah, so you're an au pair. Yes. <laughs> dog au pair. Correct. Okay, all right. So this is like, you know, you can't go home. Yeah. Well, that and like a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious to know what your number is. Yeah. I would have to make... Yeah, see, it's, mm, interesting. 20-year-old me would take like 50, 60. Yeah. <clears throat> 33-year-old me, 200, 250. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, a US billionaire who now resides in London mm-hmm. put up a job for a dog nanny. And the figures here, which I can't confirm up in pounds or US dollars, but either is still more than Australian. Mm, still pretty much double. $127,000 a year. Yeah. Fucking hell. So there were that many applications for the job that where they had the job listed had to take it down. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you were like, you said like 17 or 18 years old, it's like, Fuck yeah! I live in the mansion and feed I'm gonna. I'm. I work to serve a dog. It's yeah. fucking mad, especially yeah. if the dog's good. I. I need to see if the dog is a shit dog though. Yeah, I guess like you could probably st- a little fluffy one. Yeah, I, I could think still it is. coach so that maybe I take a little bit off because I could still do some of my. business. Well, it just depends like what the conditions are. Yeah, it's like if you're, if he was like, you can't do anything. Yeah, 
Mm. But your serve, sole purpose is the dog <laughs> to serve this dog. Yeah, what do you do when the dog dies? What do you? Yeah, well, your job's over. Yeah, they don't live that. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking that's too. It's like <laughs> strategy. Well, it, I feel like it'd kind of like you know people are like oh I work in the I'll just work in the mines to get ahead. Yeah, I mean I get it that some people don't leave that. Yeah, except <clears> you would kind of <throat> gain some skills from that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a lot of money. You can come home and get a job. I wonder if you're like able mines. to go out and shit though. Like, there's so many. There's well, so many terms. Like, so my price now is like, well, you need to replace my income and you correct. need to replace the fact that I can't live with my, wife, with my wife. Yeah, and you need to replace the fact that like in, I'm not really developed. Like it just depends like what else you can do. Yeah. Like if you can't develop your skills and stuff, it's like six years. It's like you could make yeah. more money on the other side of that with the compounding yeah. effect of education and making more money. And But yeah, if I was 20 and I could <laughs> still work on my laptop, yeah. And like just the dog had to be. Mm. If I could go on a holiday, it was still, yeah, like maybe he, maybe he, you get to travel with him and his dog goes with him mm. everywhere. Well, that's, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. So I went to, um, I've told this story a thousand fucking times, <laughs> but it's the best story ever. <laughs> it um, actually happens. <laughs> yeah. I went to France with my client for a full month because mm. um, he had a racing event there. And when he invited me, he said that his previous trainer, had been offered to go the year before and had said no because they wanted a salary for the whole time they were there. Yeah. Flights, accommodation, food. And and to pay them for the time. Travel, all of that yeah. was paid for. Yeah. Literally paid for nothing. And then they wanted money per day as and well. they wanted like, no, you have to pay me 500 bucks a week to do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know what the actual figure was, but they were like... I yeah, need. well, yeah. He probably won $1,000 a week, to be honest. Like, maybe yeah. more, like, you know, yeah. to replace his income. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Obviously... I don't know how I feel about that. Obviously, that trainer didn't um, yeah. listen to beyond the gym floor and have a business structure that they could still earn an income when they were out of the gym. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't know. I can see both sides to the story, though. Because, like, what if that... Like, he obviously doesn't just work for that guy. He didn't just work for that guy, though, right? Correct. Yeah. Same as me. Yeah. So if he went away, his business needed him to be there and it was poorly ran. Yeah. Not that this is the podcast to be talking about that. But yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I can see both sides though. It's a challenging situation now. More challenging now, but it, mm. not really actually. I no, even less challenging. Way. I could just be like, I'm going like, yeah. my clients don't care where I live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. They still get the same stuff. You just got to have a good internet connection. Yeah. So I was probably <clears throat> two, three years away from going online full time. Maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. But I just did check-ins and all that. Yeah. I think also my perceived value of the trip was much higher because it was like, you go into the Le Mans 24 hour race. Like, yeah. if you're into cars, like, yeah, I could have seen the value in it just from like getting free accommodation. Shit. But yeah, and like staying in the north of France for four weeks. So like all you got to do is bring your spending money. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 You dog. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty good. So yeah, that that was an interesting one because that was like, I didn't get I didn't even get paid for the training sessions. Yeah. It was just like you just come. <clears throat> oh, I see you were um, on pro bono or something yeah. for the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, yeah, I also was at a restaurant... And um, the client deemed that the 40 euro steak that they brought me was too small. So we got me another one. How small was it? Uh, 150 like, grams? Yeah, maybe 150. Yeah, I feel like that's a normal size. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I What's 80 complain. euros? Like 130 bucks? It was, it was 40, 40 euros, which would have been an $80 steak. So I had two of them, 160 bucks. 
you. That's more yeah. expensive than any steak I've eaten. For steak and chips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't had French. I haven't had. I, I, I keep going to. Uh, I keep. We should to, go to Julian's. Yeah, well, there's there's a couple there's a couple other ones that people tell them to go uh, bistro. I don't know something bistro something. They're all bistro something, right? Entrecote or something. Yeah, yeah, heard of. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of places, but you know, it's one of those places you, when you got to book fucking six weeks in advance. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm doing six weeks. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. we'll book. I don't want to be we'll that go. guy that doesn't know what he's doing in six weeks. But have some for dinner. Uh, Spiced bone marrow, Julia. <laughs> yeah, right. Elite. I ate everything, so. You haven't been to France, have you? Uh, no. Yeah. No, nah, Italy's as close to France as it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Paris it really interests us, to be honest. Yeah. You know, we're talking about going back next year. Yeah, mad. Um, so the plan is, what do we say? So I think we're going to fly to Portugal. Oh, yep. I'm um, coming. <laughs> yeah. So Portugal, we're going to do like. we both be out of the country at the same yeah, time? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, just uh, the business will run itself, hopefully. Um, yeah, Lagos, Benfica, I think Lisbon, maybe I don't know, some yeah. some like that. I mean, and then we're going to go from there to Italy, mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to do the south this time. Yeah. So we did the north last time, yeah, which was cool. Um, but the south is much more appealing. Yeah. And like Steph's got family history down the south, and then it's not far to get to Malta from there for us. So yeah, we can just spend a couple of days, kind of just doing the whole family history thing. Yeah, man. Just, um, Especially talking to someone about that, doing that in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm really intrigued about it. As much as like, I'm not a very cultural person. Like we don't do much like, you know, Maltese stuff. And yeah. like Steph's family is actually very cultural. Like they do a lot of Italian stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it would be cool to kind of just see, like you can still see where my, my dad's, grand, my, my grandparents grew up and where my dad's sisters were raised before because they moved here when, and then my dad was born. So they were yeah, still like yep, still there. half the family was is his immediate family still from there. Yeah, that's so that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, and then we got to go back to Greece, of course, because it's the best place in the world. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. Maybe hit. It's up so Paris. funny. I'm like, you've got to go to Paris, and you're like, yeah, it's not really on our list. And yeah. you're like, Greece is the best place on earth. I'm like, yeah, it's not really on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. just like water and yeah, chilling out, the beach. And just eating yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. You've, you've, a like. I enjoy that for about three days, but also if you've seen my wife, yeah. she does not do well in that environment. Yeah. <laughs> I just it's turned into a natural. Yeah. It's just like yeah. people start talking to me in the native tongue. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not from here, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> I go very dark very quickly. My wife goes pink, yeah. white. Pink, yeah, it's not cool. White. Yeah. yeah. Got to pick you. Got to pick your spots. Yeah. But I'd really <laughs> like to go to Portugal. We only didn't go f- during our honeymoon trip because of the time zone. It was the week yeah. we were planning... So we had like week off, week of work, week off, week of work over yeah. four weeks. So Amy could still work. Mm. Um, and we were the we had to choose between there. Maybe it was Paris or Spain. And it was an extra hour and a half. So for her to do her calls was like, she was oh, going to be up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Um, so we opted out. But I'd love to go there. I really want to go to the mm. Gulf Coast. Yeah, I'm down to Looks go amazing. anywhere, to be honest. I just need a book holiday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm going, I'm going away for the weekend. What's up, guys? Welcome to the STC Fit Podcast, where we talk about all things nutrition, training, and how to live your best life. If you want some more information about coaching, our free resources, and other fitness-related content, be sure to check us out on our website at www.stcfit.com. All right, let's get to the episode. Not the weekend. I'm going away for the next couple of days. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. I'm going to turn my phone off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can do it the whole time, but I'm going to try to. Yeah. 
I'll miss you. Yeah, look, <laughs> if it's if it's urgent, send a homing pigeon to Wire River. No, I'll send an actual, I'll send an actual text message. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. When I say turn my phone off, it'll be like all, yeah, all, all things outside of yeah. actual the line of communication. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Seventeen year anniversary tomorrow. Fuck. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's sick. Seventeen years. Uh, someone asked me uh, like how long I'd been with Steph for, and they were like eighteen years old, and I was like. They were like, oh, that was when I was born that year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. Like, way to make me feel fucking old. Yeah. Ads, yeah. But yep. that's happening more and more often. Fuck. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah. It's really cool. Thank you, Ben. Thank you very much. Mm. All Especially because right. you still like each other. Well, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, I probably... Uh, so, if we have a list of things that irritate each other, Mine's probably like two meaningless things, like squeezing the toothpaste from the front, or you not know, filling the not filling up the car fuel. Like she's probably got oh, fuck it. Like he leaves his socks everywhere, his <laughs> shit, like his gym bags always everywhere. He doesn't fucking clean up. He just put stuff on top of the bench. Like there'll just be so many things. Yeah, you know, eats on the table with like no fucking placemat. Like you yeah. know, I'm just a fucking wild child, mate. <laughs> so I'm very fortunate. What do they say? Like marriage is just like finding someone who's willing to put up with your. Mm. Put up with your bullshit. Legit. About willing to do the work, right? That's mm. it. That's it. Yeah. But yeah, here we are. All the ups and downs. Hasn't been many downs, which has been good. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. I don't know if Wholesome. I could, Yeah. I don't, like, I guess, you know, reflecting on it, like if someone was to give me, ask me for like advice, like I don't even know what I could impart to like get here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't feel like, oh, I've made it. Like we've only been married five years. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously I was just wanted to make sure. <laughs> but no, yeah, fuck like, that. It's expensive, man. Yeah. Well, that was one of the biggest reasons. Like I remember when we were younger, like people were just like, like, like so without going on a tangent, it's no one's fucking business when they're getting engaged. Mm. Like don't fucking ask them. They, like mm. shit like that pisses me off. Like when are you having a baby? When are you getting engaged? Like, yeah. man, that shit yeah. is just out of fucking control sometimes. And like, you just, it happens when it happens. Yeah. So I, I just don't like find a better way to conversate with people if you talk like that yeah you know um, the baby ones like yeah the worst yeah especially because I know people very close to me who can't yeah so I'm like I'm never gonna ask yeah. anyone I actually go ever. out of my way now because I'm comfortable enough like when it was raw and fresh yeah. I was like fuck like I'm gonna headbutt you yeah but now I'm like in a position where it's like okay I've dealt with it it's yeah. fine say it as a lesson but if you ask I'm like Oh, we're trying. We just miscarried. Yeah, and people are like, yeah. Well, then they don't know what oh, to say. Yeah, shrinking the balls. Like, well, don't yeah. fucking ask that question. Yeah. My God. Because there were so many times when people used to ask us, like, when we're getting engaged, like, yeah. what am I supposed to say? Like, um, next week, <laughs> I, make, I make I make like seventy grand a year, and uh, I want to buy a ring that's like fifteen thousand dollars or something. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, do you like? I don't have to say that to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like I don't have the money yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? And then I, I remember like. When it got to the point where I actually legitimately was was down for it, mm. and I like I got the ring and everything, and I was like super nervous because I had this thing like that wasn't even anywhere near the amount of money I had in a shoebox in my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was, you know, showing my mate, I'm like, I gotta get this thing out of yep. my fucking yep. possession and on that woman's ring, uh, finger as soon as possible. Yeah. So then everyone kept ruining it though. Like every time we go somewhere, like we go to Europe or we go here, they're like, oh, you know, it's going to happen. And I'm like, well, I was just so anti like yeah. that. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Because you think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not yeah, special yeah. anymore. Ruined it. Yeah. yeah. So then I like, 
just did it when we were like walking the dogs up the yangs and shit. And like, I remember Steph was like, you've heard the story, but she was just fucking ripping on me because I bought a bum bag. bag yeah. <laughs> it had like the dog treats and the ring was tucked underneath it. Yeah. But yeah, I just got wrecked doing that. But yeah, that's kind of cool. So not that that's the anniversary, but like, you know. Yeah. This one's our, I don't know, Dating. anniversary of like being together yeah, as a couple. Yeah. yeah. So. Going yeah. steady. <laughs> that's it that's it well tomorrow next year's 50% of my life wild it's wild yeah that's insane man yeah wild it's cool but yeah the only bit of advice I could give someone is don't jump at the first kind of sign of struggle mm. I think that's probably the best thing like yeah it's really easy to like just sort of remove yourself from friction just be like ah especially these days like just be like ah oh, it's too hard and yeah. you know kind of just I'm just gonna move on yeah um but yeah, we've done a really good job just like, you know, when things were kind of troubling just to mm. yeah. try and find a way to work it out. I mean, I, I guarantee, like I know things don't, don't always work that way, but yeah. I think that's been one of our biggest strong points, just like both very resilient people. Yeah. Um, You're both planners too, which I think is useful. Like communication's really, really important in that environment. Like, yeah. I saw a... Um, listening to someone talk about it the other day, she was like, the number one predictor for a successful marriage is how they, they boiled it down to how you respond to when someone, yeah, not I, I watched that. She, yeah, she was clear. like, Oh, I had a really bad day. And then they were like, Oh, what happened? You know, yeah. Like kind of just those little cues that like, yeah. Rather than like, well, I fucking had the kids all day. Why was your bad yeah. day? So I'm like, <laughs> that's like, Oh, okay. Thanks yeah. for that. Every now and then you can fall into that habit. Like yeah. I sometimes, and I'm like, Bro, it's not a fucking competition. Yeah. Like, just yep. open up your ears and just listen. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that she said that was like the number one predictor. Yeah. That yeah, was right. the woman that I was like, I listened to the whole podcast and I was yeah. like, I'm in love with this woman. Yeah. Because she had this mad English accent. Yeah. And then I saw the clips online and I was like, okay, Ooh. now I'm more in love with this woman. Yeah. She terrifies me. Because <laughs> she's smart and super yeah. hot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I'm so attracted to you, but yeah. you're so terrifying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i think a lot of the i i think as you um mature in a relationship as well as a person mm. i think it's important to like i was i was really hard work at the start yeah because i was like a rat bag kid yeah with like no boundaries <laughs> um had a pretty toxic relationship the previous period and then just went off on my own and just yeah did whatever so i, I totally acknowledged that i was hard work um, but it, it just has to, you have to get to a point where like you have to kind of know that you've got to meet the other person mm. kind of in the relationship, like 50, yeah. 50. I feel like before, like to, to, to Steph's credit, like, you know, she probably could have just said like, this isn't, yeah this isn't really good for me. Um, because I'm kind of giving more. Yeah. And I think that's probably another thing to, and like, I, I obviously matured as a person and that kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did a lot of work to kind of make it the other way. And yeah. I feel like now we're kind of good. But yeah. yeah, I think on top of the the um, communication thing is just like really having a sit back and just thinking about like how you, what you bring to the relationship and like what you bring to the dynamic. Yeah. Um, there's, it's all good and well to like be a provider and you know, be that sense of strength and stuff like that. As long as it kind of balances out, mm. you know, um, I think that that's kind of important as well. So. I almost had the opposite experience, to be honest. Yeah. So I was super demanding. But never yeah. really considered that I'd be really hard to live with. <laughs> <laughs> we actually went through a separation and my best friend 
like fucking eyeballed me. She's like, I'd fucking hate to live with you. Yeah. And I was like, ouch. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, think about it. You're everything you do is like to 10 tenths. So anyone yeah. around you who doesn't do that feels like yeah. they're failing. And I was like, fuck. Isn't that the realization you needed? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Off the therapy. <laughs> mm. I was like, okay, so I'm actually really fucking hard to deal with. Yeah. So it just, it made me re-level mm. all of my expectations. Yeah. I, I, I still have those reflections now. I'm like, bro, you're not an easy dude to, that is for me. Like, yeah. I sit there because sometimes like, you know, I just get the shits, like whatever. Like, you know, life's stressful and I end up just like becoming this, like this little fucking moody ball of just fucking tension, yeah. you know? And I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out. Yeah. Like you are hard to work with. Yeah. Or if someone doesn't do something that like, you know, you're capable of doing, it's just like, you get frustrated and shit. It's like, not everyone's perfect. You yeah. make mistakes all the time. Yeah. Like, I think that that's a really important trait to have if you want to have a successful relationship. Yeah. And then half the times like, the things that you're the best at are almost a coping mechanism anyway. Yeah. Well, they start. It's like, <laughs> ben, you're good at that thing because you're a control freak. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, so fuck. she doesn't have that dysfunction, which means she does Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyway. Mentality don't wanna, time. Don't want to let anyone else in on any more of my personal secrets. Fuck. We have, in the last six weeks... <laughs> Yeah. Talked about some stuff. Next I like thing, they're like going to know how long our dicks are next week. <laughs> Would they, they should be able to tell from the, from the energy. From the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's, I'm just... I'm so immature that talking about that shit just fucking you up. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I love that we started this episode with trying to find the opposite term of big dick energy for a woman, and ended up on relationship advice. Yeah, hey. these are two dudes definitely take relationship I am, advice. Hey, look, hey, I've got the runs on the board, man. You know what I mean? It's like talking to the Jack dude about getting big. It's yeah. like he fucking knows what's up. Yeah, man. yeah. All right. <laughs> my so, wife, if my wife listened to this, she'd be like. I've had to fucking endure some shit over the last 17 years. It's like, all he says is bullshit. It's just like, yeah. I just had to cope with it. Yeah. Should be proud that you figured it out. Oh, yeah. Ish. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, doing something right. Should be like, oh, I fixed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish you fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one. No, don't yeah. say that because there's too many girls out there trying to fix men. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. No, not fixed. But like, you know. <laughs> Save, just, fix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we have that conversation sometimes. I'm like, yeah. oh. I feel like, you know, cause she's like, oh, maybe you'd be like, you know, a real successful businessman and whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Yeah. Um, and I said, like, if you weren't around, I said, like, I'd be fucking still like hitting up fucking nightclubs <laughs> and shit, fucking coming just home. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. coming home on Monday morning and stuff, like just living for the next weekend. I said, I definitely wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. Because <laughs> so, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have had like the, the focus, you know. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What's up, guys? So before we move on, just wanted to make sure you guys know about our free resources on the website. So go to www.stcfit.com forward slash resources and take advantage of our free body transformation guide, our SBD guide, and our body transformation quiz. So what are the three factors for mentality outside of not relationships? Mentality for getting results? Getting success in the gym. Well, it's funny you ask that because like I... Like, we know these mentalities carry over to everything. Mm. And it's not... Like, you know how we debate 
um, even just on a really subtle level about this, like we, how you act in the gym is not how you act everywhere else. I would argue adopting these mentalities is one of the reasons why you act like you do outside of the gym and inside of the gym. Yep. So it's not really like the the working out that's that is the like how you behave in the gym is it's like you have these mentalities yep. and that is in the gym's a reflection of those mentalities yep. and everywhere else in your life if you possess these mentalities is a reflection of that too. I feel like it should, we also we almost should change it from your intent in the gym. Yeah. From from your from action to intent. Yeah. Cuz it's like if the intent is to chase clout or front or whatever, that's why you train. Yeah. Or if you train to get laid or whatever, like that doesn't it's not going <laughs> to carry over into like being successful in the rest of oh, your well, life. You might, you know, go to work <coughs> to make money. <laughs> train to get laid. Yeah, yeah. action outcome. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when it comes from an intention standpoint, it's very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So three mentalities that we live and die by. Um, and we call them mentality because it's way cooler than mindset. Just throwing it out there. Just want to. I'm of, surprised how little pushback we got. We want to distance video. ourselves from that pack. Yeah. You know, I just don't subscribe to some of the shit that people mm. throw out from that perspective in that space. And I think mentality for us just sits with who we are, yeah. what we talk about, what we live by. So, definitely, have yeah. a, definitely has a stronger connotation to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel comfortable talking about it. When yeah. you say mindset, I kind of shiver a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one's growth mentality. Yeah. Uh, and then we have ownership mentality. And then we have the be, do, have mentality. Mm. So starting with growth, Ben, how would you describe that to somebody who's like, what the fuck does that mean? Someone who believes that their current position isn't their final position. Yeah. They're not fixed. Yeah. So every, everything in life is changeable. Mm-hmm. Skill set, personality, outcomes, yeah. all of those things in particular. Yeah. You, where you are right now doesn't define where you'll be tomorrow infinitely. Yeah. Yeah. And what would be an example of someone who doesn't possess a growth mindset in their own journey towards their fitness goals. I'll never be that jacked. I'll never be that lean. I'll never be as strong as them. Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. types yeah, of never things. Never going to be able to lift that much. Yeah. Never going to be able to master this deadlift. Like, yeah. 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 Or I'm just like, I'm the fat kid or yeah. whatever. Just like anything, a really big warning, like a red flag for it is like the identity thing. I yeah. am. Yeah. Like, or yeah. I have. I have. Yeah. Like, stop that <laughs> like you and I have talked about it before even like again we're keeping it not necessarily keeping it in training like we've talked about that we both get anxiety yeah but we avoid saying we have anxiety yeah of it's course like I don't want to give it that much power over me you correct get it but I don't have it because it's not going to stay here and it doesn't stay yeah. here for permanently correct so that's just like a little bit of a I'm winning this battle kind of thing yeah but if I see that language it's like I am weak yeah like like well you're not mm. you just haven't trained enough like yeah. you can be stronger um, yep. yeah I think those types of attitudes are what will separate potential and staying the same yeah I agree yeah. and if, I guess if, even if you just draw like a line through like the medium of the people that you work with the ones that get really good results the ones that get okay results and the ones that don't it's mm. like the mentality is a big component of it and okay. it's like that belief um, you know, in a lot of cases for those people that don't really kind of achieve it, it's like they just don't really have that like 
vision that their current situation is flexible. Their current situation yeah. is malleable. It will change. They will get better. They will yeah. go um, if they try and, and persist and on a, on a plan that is actually set towards growth. So mm. I think that's another caveat. Like, you know, it's, it's all good and well to have a growth mindset and believe in yourself, but you need to make sure you're not just like, you know, oh, I've tried everything and you've just done yeah. the same thing every yeah. time. It's like you yeah. need to go and like reflect and be like, Every time I go to the gym to try and get in shape, I bomb my calories and I train yeah. five, five to six days a week and I, all I do is cardio and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's not working. Yeah. The growth mindset doesn't make you go back and do that same thing. Yeah. It makes you sit back and go- Be reflective. What is happening yeah. here? Why am I not really moving where I need to go? And what do I need to do to change it? And it's probably in a lot of situations for that specific example- I need to change the approach. Yeah. The intention and everything's there. I can show up. I can work hard. Whatever. It's just how I'm doing that is different. Yeah. 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 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, shout out to the Carol Dweck book. Great Mindset, book. which unpacks this really, really yeah. well. First 150 pages are a must. Yeah. And then just pick your industry that Absolutely. you want to kind of, I guess, unpack some of the mindset stuff in there. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Really, super really good. valuable. And like you said, I think we're in a position now where we attract... Predominantly, we attract people that at least have the growth mindset there. Yes. And I think when people, a lot of trainers talk about like attracting better clients. We talk about this a lot. Like as a client going to look for a trainer, it doesn't matter. People come to me and say, oh, but I don't want to compete. Yeah. Because they say I train competitors. I'm like, like 25% of my book. Yeah, same. (laughs) Like it's not the only thing I do. But if you come, what makes a competitor great is being willing to suck and another another less eloquent way of when you said like what is growth mindset it's like being willing to be shit at something yeah being willing to struggle yeah at some point if you're willing to suck at something for an extended period of time knowing you'll get better at it then you have it yeah and then it doesn't matter where you are for lack of a better word on your journey you can go from there forwards and if you have that mindset you'll be successful no matter what you Mm. do yeah, and I guess like when you look at people who get results in the gym, no matter what their endeavor is, usually that those characteristics carry over to other elements of, of yeah. life because when you walk into the gym, you don't have what you want. Yeah. And it's hard. Yeah. And to actually get what you want, you have to take yourself through like the most uncomfortable and challenging situations and each week's not, you know, a, a linear increase in progression and... And whatever, and it's because of all three of the mentalities that we're going to talk about um, are are the expression of that, and that's why those people usually get good results in the gym. Usually, yeah, kind of do well outside of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so we're going to move on to ownership now. I like this ownership one because I because I can call myself out of my shit because I feel like if yeah. out of all of the mindsets, it's like you can kind of fall into this trap a lot. Yeah. You know, it, like no matter how big or small, like there's people on like one end of the spectrum that are just like, bro, you need to. Mm-hmm. have a fucking hard look at yourself like overall and then every now and then I'm like hey bro like it's still your responsibility like show the fuck up you know so what, how would you describe uh, the ownership mentality to people yeah so we lean into that extreme ownership which is we'll go with a life one hmm. so the most powerful thing anyone's ever said to me I think in my entire life was everything in your life right now is your fault yeah was that when you did the personal development workshop for the sales thing yeah yeah. yeah, and that changed the trajectory of my life, to be honest. I was like, oh, yeah. yep, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm the piece of shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had a growth mindset, it didn't make you feel that's bad. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay being shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. And it's like finding... The way we term it is whether it's your fault or not, it's still your responsibility. Yeah. So, like, your entire life is your fault. It's like, if you have a fucking chronic illness right now, yeah. probably not your fault. Like, <laughs> But the life that you're leading still is still your responsibility yeah. whether you make the most of it and yeah that, uh, people talk a lot about like comparison and all that kind of stuff we kind of go back and forth of is it valuable is it not valuable mm. um Hormozy put out a video recently like there's people that have had worse circumstances than you that have achieved more than you so that in and of itself means that it's up to you correct and i think you can either look at that as um, hurtful or mm. too hard or, or offensive or whatever yeah. whatever or you can take it on as a positive and go well actually I still have the ability to I have control over yeah. this I have input on this I can decide my own reality I can change yeah. my life to be whatever yeah. I want I can be 90 kilos instead of 58 like yeah. you know what I mean I can do whatever yeah because I'm in control of the outcomes. Yeah, that's what I was going to... I think the best part of it is like even no matter what the situation is or even when the the chips are down because you don't, you don't really think about this ownership stuff when things are like going your way. Yeah. Because you don't really think about anything when things are going your way. You're just riding the wave. It's yeah. like, oh, everything's working. It's mad. But when, when things aren't going your way, like it just gives you that sense of power at, after you've had that moment of like grief or whatever mm. that everyone has... It, total uh right to and you go hang on a minute i'm in control yeah you know it's like you you go through a breakup there's a you know a, a tragedy in your family you ha- you get injured you know whatever it is you 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 have that period and then after that you're just like this isn't going to get any better mm-hmm. unless i take control of the situation yeah. and i actually have the power to do something about it yeah. to, to move myself wherever it is that i need to go yeah and i think that's a really really powerful characteristic for every single person um obviously we talk a lot about businesses and the place to do that mm. very 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 variable thing there but even in the in the gym and stuff here it's like it you can you can tell your coach whatever it is you can bring up any excuse about the weekend and the this and the that but there's always that person who's way busier than you yep. who's got way more on their plate who makes way less money they still eat to their goals they still bring their food everywhere they go they still go to the gym like you know like we talk about like people rocking up to the gym at like 4am and yeah. and whatever like you can you still have the 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 ability to do all the, those things yeah yeah i have a really specific anecdote come into mind so we spoke about maddie's results at nationals last week and how like only four people hit their third bench yep it was like oh you could blame the ref you could blame the timing of the day you could blame whatever you want yeah we when you talked about the grief thing it's like we had a conversation after the lifts because Mads missed two. It's like, it's okay. Like you need to feel how you need to feel. You can be angry. You can be upset. You've hit the weight before and we missed it today. It is what it is. Feel what you need to feel. Yeah. By the end of the day, it's like, right. So next time you don't stay in this auditorium more than yeah. an hour at a time. You make sure that your nutrition is timed before an hour before the bench press. You make yeah. sure you've got this available for you, to you. You make sure you've got this and this. Mm. So this doesn't happen again. Yeah. And it was like, you need to feel how you feel and you haven't done everything wrong. It's mm. probably looking at how everyone else performs. It's probably not your fault you missed the bench. Yeah. That looks visually 
based on the data that there's external factors that have impacted your ability to succeed in that environment. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Correct. We still need to find how do we do it better next time and make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would argue, um, even as a coach, like the, the clients that possess the ownership mindset, the best you have the best relationship with too. I, yeah, I was going to say... Not the best relationship, but it's like you have the best um, yeah. uh, conversing over yeah. things that involve their their training, their goals, yeah. like, you know, their nutrition and stuff. Because like I've got clients where they're just like, look, man, I just didn't fucking show up last week. Yeah. Didn't eat my diet, didn't do this, didn't do that. We we have a much uh, more kind of fluid, less bumpy and rocky mm. uh, relationship and things move much smoother because nothing's left off the table. Yeah. Where like if you get the client who's like, they're disappointed and they, they probably might feel a little bit like uh, just avoiding a situation where, you know, um, there's friction or yeah. or they just don't want to take ownership like as well. They're just like, oh, I, you know, I've done everything to the maximum of our ability. Yeah. And they haven't. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Or, or it's like, it's your program or it's your diet or it's yeah. this. It's like. So I think w- what I was going to say before I did the Maddie example, I was like, no, keep it to training, keep it to training. But it's like, the people that don't possess this trait are the ones you refer to as like energy vampires. Yeah. When you hang out with them. Yeah. Because there's always something wrong and it's always someone else's fault. And when you leave, you're like, fuck me. Yeah, bad. That's exhausting. Like all you've done is complain for like an hour and a half and not provided and not actually any solutions any or taken any of ownership yeah. of a choice that you could have made that might have been different for a different outcome. Yeah, I think the older you get, the more aware you get of that too. Especially yeah, if you're I, not that fucking person. Gives me for for the TikTok heads, it gives me the ick. <laughs> just like instantly, just like yeah. oh, I can't be here. Yeah, it just yeah, right. it's like I need another three months before I see this person. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially yeah. like yeah, in the like you were saying in the fitness space, it's like I've got some of the stuff that my clients, particularly the mums, do yeah. to get the outcomes that they get. When someone's like, this little thing over here is hard. I'm like, mate, yeah, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like we've been going on like the the to do list and like the having the three hour morning routine and shit. It's like, yeah. motherfucker, if you short saw yeah. the days of some of these, yeah. and then you go into their bio and it's like, I train high high achieving women. Yeah. It's like those high achieving women have done more in their day before you finished your morning routine. Correct. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit, like that's the trigger I think. Yeah. For, and that's when you say like you get along with clients so much better. If you have a coach who has ownership mindset mm. with a client who has ownership mindset, you're almost like fighting for blame. Like, yeah. So using that Maddie example, the reason I said we is because I was there. Of course. I didn't drag her out of it and be yeah. like, you need to go outside. I suggested it a couple of times. Her partner was there. So she hung out with her and I'm like, no, you'd like fucking get out yeah. of here. And I should have pushed it. And I didn't. So when we left, I was like, we next time. Yeah. Cause we're both responsible. We're both the team are going to do this. Mm. It's not, well, you fucked up cause you didn't drink enough water. Like that. Yeah. Who the fuck does that help? Yeah. Even last week when we were talking about giving the feedback about the lifts. Yeah. I think like even as a client, like you want to have that coach where it's like, they're, they're partly taking responsibility for why you can't do what you, you're doing right now, just yeah. to a degree. Like, or they're, they're parts of the responsibility in that. Yeah. Like, obviously, you got to take the feedback. You got to watch like the resources and you've got to execute the things that they talk about and actually do the workout. 
but like they still need to make sure that you're you're aware of those things or taking on board like the things that they're talking about and never talking down to them like it's your fault and the reason why your squat's not better is because you're not doing what yeah. I'm telling you to do and you're you know all of those kind of things as well so it's pretty even just from an awareness perspective like the a lot of clients will think that like their coach is like above them just in terms of like authority and whatever and it's like yeah from a skill set perspective but not from a coaching perspective like you know you should be on a higher level playing field with both people taking ownership of the their parts of the relationship yeah so you're just something like to, for those people to, to to be aware of when they do have those engagements. Yeah, well, think about it. You've got if you've got no one in a room willing to take responsibility, there's a problem. Nothing gets done. Correct. If you've got one person in a room willing to take responsibility, you end up with an in, uneven uh, relationship. Yeah. In that one person's kind of barking at the other yeah. one and kinds of like for again lack of a better word. I hate how all these like Instagram words get in my, my in my head, <laughs> but it's like it's a toxic relationship. Yeah. It's like one person's barking at the other one. It's too heavily swayed towards one person. Yeah, it's yeah. like every check-in you're going in like, fuck, is he going to tell me off yeah. today? Like, and all and that, that, shit that can just work. lead to like things being left off the table too. Correct. And then that's where you know it starts to become highly dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. So then you've got two people in a room who are both looking to take responsibility for the situation. Yeah. That's when you get everything's ultimate on, outcomes. Everything's on the table. Yeah. Even if you have a disagreement, it's just like we're both... Yeah, we're both looking for what fucked up here. Yeah, and this is probably the solution. You would much rather both people taking responsibility than than no one or one person. Yeah, and I've I've made a lot of mistakes as a coach, and if any coach who says they hasn't is lying to you. Yeah, and I've every time I've said I fucked that up, I should have. Yeah, I've never had anyone go, yeah, you should have. I'm leaving. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the times where I've gone, fucking hell, sort your shit out. Yeah. That client's going to leave. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because you're not willing to actually find the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, the last... we're both very passionate about ownership. Yeah. Like, yeah, we fucking stayed on that one for a <laughs> while, didn't we? Um, so, the last mentality is my favorite, though. What's up, guys? So, before we move on, just a little bit more information for those people who are curious about coaching. Maybe they want someone to take care of their training, get a bit more specific, take it to the next level, or even just keep them accountable to all of the things that they need to do. So, again, you guys can go onto the website, get a little bit more information. It's got all the information on there on what's involved to take your training to the next level. You can hit the inquiry button, and then we'll get on a strategy call and see what we can do for you. Yes. It's my favorite. Yep. And I know this one, for a lot of people, it's going to be like, oh, well, duh. But it's like, you would be surprised at the amount of people that don't just sit there and unpack like, I'm not here because my actions mm. aren't reflecting my identity or my identity is not reflecting my actions and my actions aren't giving me the outcome. Yeah. They just think like, oh, it's so obvious that this is the way it is, but no one actually kind of sits back and yeah. applies it. Yeah. So we we call it the be do have mentality. I don't even know where it came from. I can't remember where we 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 found that. I think it's one of those things that I don't I've been saying it for so long I don't know if I made it up. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure somewhere along the lines, you know, it's standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. Like obviously um we got exposed to that concept and I just like cannot get out of my head how practically how empowering it is yeah imagine having learnt this strategy when you were like even 15 yeah especially now because you can you can see what because mm. everyone's so open and you know I guess gives everyone like not even just a window to their life like fucking the whole spotlight yeah 
you can really start to like kind of get some good insights to like what people who you want to yeah. you know kind of have and body whatever do <clears throat> and you're like cool i need to be that person yeah so the surface level version of this is like think of a bodybuilding photo shoot powerlifting prep whatever you don't start the behaviors at the finish line yeah you don't start behaving like a powerlifter on comp day you don't start behaving like a bikini photo shoot lean whatever athlete on that day yeah you start behaving like that in advance until eventually you actually become that person mm. so for 26 weeks you behave like a powerlifter and then you do the powerlifting thing yeah the concept that that explains first you be yeah so you embody all the things that that person but i put a post up last night actually about this like totally by accident um who is have a think about the person that you wish you were what do they do what do they think how do they see themselves and what actions are they yeah they um executing on a daily basis are you doing them mm. yes or no yeah if you're not you need to start <laughs> you're Correct. not going to be that best the best version of you possible because you're yeah. not executing them so that's the be do have strategy i i guess the second layer to that and the way we get clients to get their head around this and what takes it another step from a cool saying to put on a t-shirt to an action step is actually listing out the core values that you have in your life Mm. and then looking at where you express those core values. So it's really easy. You can literally just Google core value list. Yeah. Um, the, The workshop that we do is list 10 that resonate the most usually you'll get like a list of like 100 yeah so you can find the 10 that stand out to you the most just stand out to you that uh qualities that you wish to embody yeah then grab five that you're doing really well and do five that you're doing really poorly Mm. and then when it comes to training when you're going to set your goals around training you make sure that each one of your goals actually is attributed to one of the values yeah interestingly what happens is you stop setting lose 10 kilos yeah you start setting process-based, um, deeper why fulfillment-based goals yeah. rather than subjective shit that you actually don't yeah. care about. Surface level shit that you'll, at the first point of friction, you'll jump. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I just want to lose a bit of weight. I want to get yeah. a bit stronger. It's like... There's more to that. You yeah. haven't unpacked it. Yeah, and if you have, if you do set a time-sensitive goal, it's with the knowledge that that is an expression of a particular core value. Yeah. So one of ours is pretty consistent. I think at least it's always top three for me is growth and learning. Yeah. So if I'm not taking strides forward somewhere in my life, I'll lose my fucking mind. Yeah. (laughs) I hate it. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So training is a really good way for me to do that. Yeah. And it's probably why I have to be careful of it because I know it's a value that I don't goal jump too much. Yeah. Because the growth part comes from the hard new thing. Uh, when the learning part comes from the hard new learning, the growth comes from staying in it. Correct. And getting the outcome. Definitely. So it's like no shiny red balls or you'll actually miss out on this fulfillment element yeah. of that that value. Definitely. It's great um, awareness. Yeah. 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 So being being conscious of that and making sure it's like, no, you said you were going to do this, mm. finish the goal, and then you yeah. can do that other thing that looks sexy at the moment. Yeah. I think um, the other the other benefit is like everyone's going to experience a bit of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's going to have that doubt, you know, and it's sometimes the doubt is not from a lack of growth. Yeah. And people think that they need to possess 
something before they go to to get it. Yep. So they're like, you know, I'll, yeah. when I get fit, yeah, then I'll, I'll get, get a trainer. I'll get a trainer, or I'll get shredded for the photo shoot. Yeah, or like when I get shredded, I'll go fix my shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, or it's like I can't go and embark on this endeavor because I'm not that person. I don't have those things. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. hold on a minute. Yeah. How do we get there? Yeah, I like that a lot. How, how do we become this person? How do we yeah. become a leader? How do we become you know, stronger, fitter, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you want to do? You've got to look at that person who, who has all of those things and what they're doing. And it's like, I need to start doing them things right now. Yeah. You know, it literally paves the path to the destination. Yeah. And it, 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 yeah, it just gets you out of your head of like, I'm not worthy right now because I'm not that person. I don't have those things. It's like, that's how you get it. It also takes you a long way from the comparison thing. Yeah. So it shrinks imposter syndrome, which is fucking epic. Yeah. Because that holds so many people back. Mm. But it also takes away that comparison because like, and, and I've told this story a hundred times on the podcast. Again, I'm just recycling stories at this point. Maybe I need to do more exciting shit. So I have <laughs> I, more stories. I, I have thought about that personally. I'm like, maybe I need to just jump out of a fucking plane yeah. or something. <laughs> um, so I had the, let's call it, privilege to um, train with Will during a pro roll prep. Yeah. Will Crozier, for those who don't know, at the time, probably the best we won. So it was the best 110 kilo powerlifter in Australia. Then I trained with Anthony Krusner for three months leading into his pro roll prep. And I left with them totaling in the 900s, mm. me totaling in the 600s. But it's like, well, I do everything they do. Yeah. Day in, day out. Mm. So it's like, there's no point me going like, oh, well, fucking if this is bullshit. I'll never be like them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, I am like them. I just don't get the same outcome. Yeah. But from a fulfillment standpoint, I look back at powerlifting and it's like, it was so rewarding to me. Yeah. So rewarding. So I don't, I'm not angry that I like didn't make it to fucking pro or whatever. It's yeah. like, I did all the things. Yeah. Just didn't have it <laughs> basically, yeah. Yeah. which is fine. And I think a lot of people when they're comparing themselves, like Jess is the best example. The amount of text messages I get per week about Jess is insane. Yeah. Jess who works for us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> we almost got to the end, Jess. Yeah. We've, we've said your name six yeah. times now. Yeah. Of like, she's ridiculous. I can't believe she's that strong. And I'm like, yeah, she's going to run a 25-minute 5K as well. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, she's a... And I said to someone yesterday, I'm like, she's a very special athlete. Yeah. It's like she's 18 months postpartum, postpartum now. Yeah. Like, weapon. If you follow the steps that Jess follows, you don't necessarily... You're not necessarily going to have the glutes and abs that Jess has. Yeah. Or veins in your delts like Jess has. Yeah. Or 150 kilo deadlift and a 25 minute 5K. Yeah. But the rewards that you can get from that behavior are very, very similar. Yeah. So yeah. And, and you, that's where the B2 have thing yeah. matters to your life. Yeah. And that's a great example of like, I could only imagine what it would be like to just be immediately postpartum, not have this body that you're used to having. Mm. And there's two ways you can kind of look at that situation. You know, it's like, this is it. Yeah. Or it's like, I have the ability to change this yeah. and I need to, so there's growth. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the growth thing, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Yeah. Ownership. So I'm going to hire a trainer. 
I'm going to, you know, do all of these things, whatever it is, track my food, et cetera, et cetera. I'll take ownership of it. It's not that I've had a baby, like I can't get in shape now. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, who's the person that I either once was when I had the physique pre, you know, yeah. pregnancy, or it's like, who's the person that I need to embody to get myself to this physique that I want, this level of performance that I want. And that is the beat you have. And that is yeah. literally the three of them yeah. in a nice little bow where a lot of people will sit wherever in their own journey and have not possessed one of those mindsets enough to take them, yeah. you know, where they need to go. Yeah. I'd, it's funny. I I think James Smith had her on as a woman's health specialist who I, yeah. she's Australian. I'm, I want to find out. I assume she's from Sydney because she was on James' podcast. But anyway, yeah. I'd like to get her on here. She said like, we need to get rid of the, um, get your pre-baby body back. Yeah. Like that sentence should never be uttered ever again. Cause it's like, it's not, it's not the same. same. Yeah. But if you have what you just listed, all of those things, it doesn't, that's not, it's not a thing. No. Cause you're, where am I now and how do I grow? Yeah. This is, doesn't define me. So I don't have to think about pre-baby cause who I am now is who I am now. Mm. And then this is the person I want to be. And these are the behaviors that that person makes it exhibits yep. so i'm gonna do that yeah yeah that's fucking cool okay. yeah yeah and if you've been there before you should have a self-belief that you you have what it takes yeah that's the one that thing helps, i will yeah. lean into it's like rather than like not using the pre-person as like the person to get towards but it's just like even just what it took to get there it's like you have it like yeah. you should have that belief and that yeah. mindset of growth that you can get back there yeah it's like it's in you i think something i've learned in the last maybe 18 months worked with a couple of um, so you guys don't see Emily too much, but I'm going to shout her out. She's, I think her son's the same age. Um, and you've seen her, like her training videos and stuff. Fucking weapon. Yeah. It's like sick. could step on wellness next week if she felt like it. Yeah. Um, and she's the one that goes to the gym at 4am and yeah, is in great shape and stuff. And I, I, with her have always been like, but you got a kid. Like you don't have to be fucking peeled and fucking strong all the time like almost trying to put the brakes on a little bit yeah and i've sort of learned to be like no, no you can't no, we're okay yeah and i can see when the warning signs come up like yeah. the check-ins are a little bit like yeah starting to get a little bit neurotic it's like hey chill like yeah. you you had a week off it's okay yeah. like your kid was sick it's okay yeah but we can still achieve exceptional outcomes yeah yeah having a child's not an illness no, <laughs> you still can still be a weapon afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and that applied like obviously that conversation went down like training mums, but the same applies for if you're studying, if you've got a new job, if work's busy, mm. if whatever. Like, yeah, if you have all of these, we talk about in our content getting results regardless of the circumstances. That's yeah. one of the things I have in my CTA because it's like over a long enough timeline. I guarantee I'll get you a result. Yeah. If you're willing to do what we can do every week, not what's yeah. perfect, what we can do every week. And yeah. that comes from growth. Well, I fucking can't train this week because something happened at work. Like what? Either A, can you? Yeah. Are you, you sure? Can. Or disagree. B, yeah. is one week going to make a difference? Yeah. A once-off behavior, because it really is that bad, you can't train, is probably fine. Every time there's an obstacle in your way, every two weeks, you stop training. Like that, you're missing one of these things. Yeah. So, yeah, I think tying all of those things together, fucking unstoppable. Yeah, and that's that That was the the, 
the night like the theme of the video mm. was like you possess these you will be unstoppable yeah it's and it's true yeah yeah you will be able to achieve extraordinary feats in yeah in your own training goals let alone any anywhere else if you make sure you're aware of those mindsets yeah mentalities and when you get out of I think what's important as well is like just being aware of when you're slipping out of them. Yeah. 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 Or having someone in your corner who can. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I had a really good chat about um, balance last week. Oh, yeah. I did an accidental podcast for my client, you know, check-in. I looked down, I'd been talking for five minutes. Like, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Have fun with that. Let me know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, no, I really appreciate it. So she said like, made the comment around like, I'm. She was. you could see there was an internal struggle. Yeah. Once weight loss but wants to be social on weekends. She's also a fucking weapon in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, like nice. post shit every week. I'm like, bruh, like close ups of brownie with caramel melted through Jesus. it and chocolate chips. I'm like, oh, she's like, I know, you know, I don't eat it. Right. Like I have like one bite. I'm like, sure you do. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause I would eat the whole thing. <laughs> fucking I'd be licking the bowl. Um, and yeah, she was like, you know, just trying to manage that kind of balance. And I was like, well, balance yeah. exists, but over a timeline. Agreed. What is the timeline that you're evaluating balance? Is it every day? Yeah. Is it every week? Is it every month? Year? Season of life? Like I was reading, we'll talk about it probably more on the other podcast, but this book called um, Die with Zero. Talks yeah. about life seasons. Oh, I've got to read that. Um, yeah, it talks about life seasons, which mm. I think is really cool as well. It's like, yeah. it's the whole like grind in your 20s, build in your 30s. You and, know what I mean? Yeah, like that yeah, shit. Yeah. It's like life yeah. seasons of when things are important to you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, what, where, what time frame are you looking at balance over? Your diet phase is only ten weeks, yeah, and then you've got five weeks of maintenance calories, yeah, and then you've got your birthday and a trip to Bali, yeah. I, so I honestly think people aren't aware when they have the balance, yeah, like they're not aware of when. What's too? I think they apply balance as a metric that's too short. Like when there's abundance, would let's just use that as the term. When there's abundance. They're not aware that there is, mm. and then yeah. but when there's scarcity, so scarcity in time, yeah. um, calories, yep. your body fat, yeah, they're they're more drawn to the fact that there's scarcity and not yeah. abundance, yeah. So I think maybe mm. one of the 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 powers to navigating those periods of scarcity is knowing when you're actually in abundance. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Which we obviously have our caffeine's yearly... kicked in. <laughs> we have our yearly planner that helps with that a lot because it's like, look, mm. you've only got five weeks left. Yeah, and even like you saying in three weeks' time we have like a down week. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. yeah. I'm like, let's yeah. go. Yeah, like yeah, walk just, through a wall for the next. Yeah, don't yeah. care. Like yeah, just got three weeks, yeah. and then it's like we have a little bit of downtime and we go again, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it comes down to like, you know, even just planning like we talk about that communication of like macro planning yeah. the year. So it's like, this is when you're going to be dieting. This is when we're going to be consolidating, which is maintaining. And yeah. this is when we're going to be you know, growing and improving. Maybe, you know, and it's like, this is what's involved in those things. And this yeah. is what you can do. Cause I know with my guys now who've been through like serious phases of restriction from like contest prep and stuff. I'm like free meal a week, mm. untracked, go out, enjoy yeah. yourself. It's just like, if the free meals turn into multiple and you're not happy with your results, yeah. we have the conversation. But yeah. if we don't and we're good, 
the, the results don't change. It's yeah. like, okay, maybe one or two free meals, but let's just keep it, Yeah, you know? And it's like really highlighting the fact that like, I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to have that time. I want you to, you know, do whatever mm. because there's going to be a time of that scarcity. Yeah. I feel like that's that internal struggle that everyone has with everything. Like the be do have part of this is most restricted by the voice in the head that says, oh, but maybe you should rest. Yeah. Or, or, or what you, about should, balance? you should live... You should live yeah, your life. All yeah. of those, that noise that yeah. comes in, especially nowadays, because it gets good. Especially, it, well, it's noise and it's pressure. Yeah. Because you get noise from yourself, but then you get pressure. From external as well. And and it's reinforcement sometimes of those voices. And yeah. you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like I can see by with somebody who's not mentally fortified. Mm. And that probably comes with uh, maturity. Yeah. They can't block that noise out. Because there is a time for rest. There Correct. is a time for us to have a... We call it our 13th week for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. We have a down week with work where we don't create anything new. Yeah. We just do our job. And just ha- having that conversation and knowing it's coming is, it changes everything. And I, yeah. it's interesting too because how many clients like... And this is speaking to people with coaches. How many people come in and just go, I'm not doing enough right now to justify paying someone. It's like, well, this is actually a really important part of it. Like yeah. you said, the abundance part, being aware of the abundance and managing the abundance. So it's not too much. It's not too small. Setting yeah. you up ready to go into the next block. Like, yeah, I. Th- that's a really interesting insight. I'm glad to have brought some insight to this podcast for once. <laughs> <laughs> ben coming with all these fucking quotes, making me feel stupid. <laughs> Not on this one. No, you know, just in general. Just, <laughs> just when I sit in this seat. I'm just a bro on this one. <laughs> I'm just a bro all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I feel like that's long. That's good. How long is that, Tam? 125. Oh, fuck. Joe Rogan in this up, yeah. man. Tam's so upset. Yeah. We're trying to get poor, the viewership up on YouTube. So poor we can... Tam. We recorded last week yeah. on Friday. So Tam had three days to turn yeah. around over the weekend, the first yeah. podcast. So... Fits yeah. due to, so you don't know what happened behind the scenes. Oh yeah. So we launched our campaign on the other side of the business, which required okay. Tam to make four short clips. Right. Which I got to him Monday at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which would you Tuesday? You're a weapon at Tam. four o'clock. You're a weapon, mate. <laughs> he's like the first one. I sent him one, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, I should be able to have that like late this week, early next week." I'm like, "No, this um, needs to be done now." <laughs> we have the call with Brooklyn to to tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like. I'll do my best and then an hour later I was like cool so all three other ad videos are up he's like alright <laughs> well done Tam and he went and I job. think he went and had dinner or something and yeah. like just didn't reply I'm like I've killed him it's yeah. happened <laughs> he's like oh, either, my, fu- I, my food's ready and I need to walk away from this yeah he, he's either really angry with me and can't speak <laughs> to me right now or he's dead uh, <laughs> oh we appreciate you man so shout out to Tam yeah that's Look, it it hasn't We've, been a situation where it either one of you have put stuff on me and we haven't been able to get it done. Yeah. yeah. So just thing, fingers crossed. We'll just keep <laughs> so, far, well, so we'll just keep, keep putting pushing in, it. Yeah. <laughs> How late can we get this? <laughs> uh yeah. yeah. But you get a week uh, off in three weeks. Yeah, that's it. That's it. By off I mean nothing. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> still gotta do shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh as always, like, share, sub, you know, do the thing. Five um, star review. Five star review. Give us some comments. Let us know some feedback and stuff just on like this new kind of I guess like, I don't know if it's a style. I think this is just us, but we really yeah. would like some feedback just on like, you know, um, how the how the potty's going and what you guys think. And uh, if you have anything you want us to discuss as well, I think yeah. that's also another good thing because yeah. this is 
purely just for you guys and obviously just for us because we had fun. A little bit for us. Yeah, probably the first (laughs) half an hour for us. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see you next time.